Welcome to episode 17 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys, struggles of entrepreneurship and business. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. And how you doing, buddy? Good. Yeah, I'm doing really good this week. I don't know. I had a, had a good Monday and kicked the week off right. So yeah, that's always a good thing. I know a lot of people complain about Mondays, but usually I kind of look forward to the beginning of the week to get back in the grind. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Good start off to the week. What about you? Yeah, man, I've I feel the same way. I I always I, I always I'm always excited for Monday. Um, partially because because uh, there's a lot to do, so I'm I'm itching to get in there and and get started because there's orders from the weekend that I haven't touched and, and emails and and all kinds of stuff that uh, that needs done. So Mondays are always just super busy anyway. But I mean, I I love what I get to do. So. I'm excited to to get back out in the shop and and get to making stuff. Yeah, and you and I are and, uh, very similar in that because I, you know, we take time to spend with our families. So the weekend's kind of a pause. I mean, I I do some work here and there, but it's kind of a pause from the business. So yeah, kicking off Monday is just kind of like a reboot, and I'm always excited to see what emails and orders came in. You know, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, and I I normally will do a little bit of work. On Saturday, you know, sometimes I go out in the morning and I'll pack orders, um, and just just a little bit less to do on Monday morning. But uh, but my birthday was actually Friday, and so uh, I used that as a, as an excuse to take Friday off, and I went and shot sporting clays all day with with a good buddy of mine, nice, and uh, and my uncle, and so just just took the day and spent it outside and and shooting clays and man it was it was exactly what i needed i just i felt so refreshed at the end of the day just having a whole day of of uh just being able to relax i can't think of last time that i truly got to just be outside and relax all day you know and i i i i think it adds a little bit to the experience just kind of mentally knowing that it is a friday and and that you are taking the day off, you know, because I relax on on weekends, but I don't know that there's there's added little something to, uh, you know, to to it being that you're taking a day off. And yeah, you kind of get a longer weekend. I, and then I totally get Saturday, that. And Saturday, I took uh, I took my son up to the auto show. Uh, we we met another good buddy of mine and his son, uh, and so we go up to the auto show and and uh, I got to visit my my hopefully next new car i saw that <laughs> that's Man, cool i am so in love with this with this jeep gladiator it's something i've been waiting for for at least 15 years if probably not longer because i've always been a jeep jeep guy and um and i've kind of had the struggle the last couple of years where like i need a pickup truck especially now that like i'm picking up loads of material with steel and aluminum and stuff to to bring yeah. back to the shop and right now like i have an suv so we have to we have to break stuff down into boxes and hand load it in and hand load it out. And I want to be able to just, you know, cause I'm not going to be picking up any less material. It's only going to be more. And it already would be nice if, if I could let the guys just load it up on a skid and stuff. Um, yeah. so I, anyway, I, I need a pickup truck, but I really, really want a Jeep Wrangler. Like I'm just, I'm a Jeep guy and I've never had a true Wrangler. Um, so this, the, the skies and the heavens opened up and, jeep announced that that they're bringing out the gladiator and so anyway we we walk into the in the auto show and i just like i already know where jeep is i just i book a left and my little son and my buddy and his son are all like chasing after me as i'm kind of speed shuffling <laughs> over to the over the jeep area to, so you were the you were uh, kind of like the kid it. in the candy store not your kids oh absolutely <laughs> and then after i kind of got to get a fill of that and and do a little bit of drooling and stuff. Uh, I mean, we spent another three hours just, you know, me and Nick just chatting as we watch our sons try to get into every single car and truck possible. And the funny thing is their favorite place to go to is like the transit vans. Really? They love hopping into the back of the vans and just running around in the, yeah, I in can the believe back that. of the vans and stuff and, and then, and then jumping out of the back and stuff. So, and then after that we went over, uh, over to my aunt and uncles, and they had a, a they had a dinner for for me and my aunt because our birthdays are pretty close together. So it was just it was a 
it was a nice long long weekend so i was yeah. again i was excited to get to get back to the shop on monday yeah and you know now that we're on the topic of jeeps i don't know if you saw but i finally have my my cherokee running and driving and i oh. drove it into work today um so cool for anybody listening if you not haven't seen on my page keystone carry i did a turbo diesel swap and that may not interest anybody at all i don't know so i'm not going to go into details about it but i've always wanted to do this kind of like what greg just said he wants that he's always wanted that gladiator looking you know looking forward to eventually when he can do that i've always just had this insane unhealthy desire to put a turbo diesel motor in my cherokee and i finally did it um and it's That's wild awesome. It sounds like a Peterbilt. I saw that. <laughs> it, it does. It sounds. It sounds awesome. I saw that you already broke a a, a part too, though. Yeah, I like blew apart the drive shaft. <laughs> <laughs> it, needless to say, it's got a little more power than the uh, six cylinder used to have. So how much? So give us a quick spec rundown. Like what kind of what kind of engine you put in? What kind of power is it putting out? Yeah, so I I ended up going with a Mercedes five cylinder turbo diesel. I wanted to go with a Cummins four cylinder, but they're just so expensive. Um, so I I went with the Mercedes motor, um, and you know factory they're turds. They're really slow and they're not powerful at all. But I bought a pump from Sweden, which puts out like 150 percent more fuel. Um, did an intercooler on it three inch straight pipe exhaust four inch stainless tip all kinds of fun stuff so i i didn't put on a dyno yet so i don't actually know what kind of power it would put out but i have a friend that did a similar swap and he put down at the wheels around 300 350 foot pounds of torque um, which is way more than a cherokee would ever have and it should should have similar fuel economy so and and i'm looking forward to doing some road trips and stuff and just kind of testing that out seeing how the uh the fuel economy stacks up but it should be pretty cool I don't know. There's something to be said about, you know, having that dream and, you know, it can be a business. It could be that kind of thing, you know, like we've done, but even other goals that you have in your life, it's cool to, to plan them. And I've been planning this for years. And then to finally, um, I sold my pickup truck that I had to fund this. Um, so I, you know, obviously my goal is always, I don't want to go into debt for things, especially things that aren't necessary. Um, and I funded it through that sale of my old rabbit pickup that I had and finally got the chance to do it. And it's been a long, 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 like three or four months that I've been working on it. But, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool to finally fire it up and drive it. Yeah, but I, just, I, I can't imagine all the work that that took to, you know, to swap that out. Just the best. Do you have any idea how many hours oh, man. put into it? So, <laughs> The company I bought, the oil filter, the remote oil filter kit had the diagrams backwards. So essentially we starved the first two motors of oil because we followed the instructions that the company um, the company posted. So I would have actually had it done in two weeks. We had it running. Um, but we locked up the first motor, and then I let it sit for like two or three weeks because my wife was sick of me working on it. And I got a second motor. That motor cost me a 1000 bucks, And... So we put it all back together to fire it up just like we did before, locked that motor up. And so then I did a full rebuild on um, the original motor because that was the nicer of the two motors. I, My buddy Tyler, my business partner with Cerakote, um, he helped out. He did the, the rebuild, got it all up, up to spec. We corrected the oil issue, so now we're back in action. But, yeah, it was a total of about three or four months um, and probably like 200 hours if I had to guess, um, of time to actually do that. Because you, you look at it like you're kind of putting a square peg in a round hole. <laughs> you're fighting it like you fight your business. You know, you're trying to build this thing uphill. And nothing in that was supposed to go together. So you're doing everything right. you can to make something work that never should have to begin with. And it's it's a cool experience. Um, but, yeah, I'm yeah, that's awesome. happy it's done. <laughs> If if I was patient enough, I'd wait another year, and get the Gladiator with the diesel in it. They're putting diesels in all the in all the Jeeps. Man, that'd be cool. 2020, 2020 or twenty one, but uh, I'm not one. I'm not that patient, and two, it's probably going to be pretty pricey. Oh yeah, the diesels over, are always over something that's already pricey. Yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah, that's cool. I I saw your pictures and I was like, man. I need to go to a, a car show or something again soon, uh, just to see what's it's fun. what's happening. 
it was just an excuse to just kind of get out and do guy stuff with some guys and yeah and uh i mean that obviously there's some pretty cool stuff there but uh but for the most part it's just a it's a good excuse to get out and just kind of hang out and it's something to bring my son to and just do some guy stuff with him he's got two sisters and so most he usually gets uh he usually loses most battles just because of the quantity of of women in our house so right it's good just to get out and do some guy stuff that's awesome man but yeah, what's so, going on in your uh in your business yeah so i i told you as we were talking on the phone before we started recording i feel like last week and the beginning of this week even though we're only into tuesday now a lot of stuff has happened and i have a lot of cool different little stories and i'm not going to make them into stories but just little points um and i think i think they'll resonate with you and i think that um, they'll resonate with other people but as far as last week, what, last week what we were doing, we were just going through a bunch of large orders. We had a, a lot of police departments end up pulling the trigger on some targets. And this is the time of year that, you know, my quotes from December to January kind of come through. So we, we had a lot of stuff going on there. And one of the coolest things was we had a, and I might have said it on the podcast, I don't remember, but we had a shipment that's leaving to go to Alaska, a big skid of targets, a pile of stuff. And it's like the curved tip, like the islands of Alaska. Like, I guess that's the Bering Sea or whatever that is. It's just wild. It's traveling like thousands of miles to Seattle, Washington. And then from there, it's got to go by barge across like 2,000 miles of sea. Um, So it's just cool. It's cool to see our targets going like all over creation. Yeah. Um, And then... Yeah, it is awesome. Because, you know, you, you think that... I don't know, you think of the U.S. and you're like, oh, it's not that big. But then when you think about the fact that your products are going literally everywhere, it's just, it's incredible as, as you're growing your business to see that kind of, um, that kind of, you know, people investing that much into your company. Um, and then yesterday, I think the coolest, probably the coolest thing, this is kind of like two points put together. One of the coolest things that could ever happen to you as a business owner making a product is when people praise your product and it's people praising your product and you're not prompting them to do so. And so we had a a company reach out or not reach out, but put a post out on their Instagram and and they said, essentially looking for steel targets for our personal range. I need recommendations of steel target companies. And of course there's a bunch of people putting other steel target companies out there, but I'm not kidding. We had about 30 different individuals, um, tell this company that they need to look into TA targets, but they didn't just say, you know, at TA targets and tag us. They like almost every one of them wrote a couple sentences of why TA targets. And I was just like reading through them, literally blown away because two years ago, that would have never happened. It would have been me commenting on the post like, Hey, reach out to me. Let's talk. But now people are saying the story, you know, they're telling the story of TA targets, which is, just you know totally incredible Um, and and culminating that with like combining that with this other thing where i've had people messaging me all week last week i'm not going to talk about which companies it is but there's companies in the steel target world that are taking people's money uh, making them wait three weeks four weeks five weeks without any communication before they'll even communicate about the order and then there's delays and there's all kinds of crazy stuff happening so we We probably had a half dozen people message me, um, the company page, I should say, not me personally, but they reached out to TA Targets um, and say, hey, this is what's going on. And they told me the company, but again, that's not important right now. But some of these customers purchased Targets from these companies the beginning of December for Christmas presents, (laughs) only to find out that the company didn't hold up their end of the deal. And it, it just was, I don't know, seeing that and seeing that realm of how these people are running their companies and then looking at the comments that people left on that company's post about us was just like reinforcing the fact that, you know, we kind of took the long and hard route. We didn't, you know, we didn't make a incredibly cheap product. We didn't skip any corners. And because of that, it's a little harder to market, but I'm seeing the result of that and it was really cool. So I don't know. So that was a little longer than I wanted to take, but 
that's kind of like the long and short of it. And I'm sure you can resonate with that. Oh, absolutely. And that, and you're right. I mean, there, there's nothing better than, than seeing unprompted, uh, support of your company and your product and stuff. And I, I mean, I just got a message yesterday, a guy, guy bought a Rask and day one, the pocket clip breaks on it. And I knew exactly why it, when we bend these titanium pocket clips, if, um, if we don't put enough heat on, on the, on the large bend, it'll get like a hairline fracture in the titanium. Yeah. And, and nine and a half out of 10, we catch it and we, we toss it. But every once in a while one gets through and, uh, and it really, that, that's the only way that these things break. Unless if you like, if you let's you snag it on something monstrous and, and, you know, and, and, and break it. So, um, I sent him a new clip right away and, and, uh, you know, he could have been it. And I do find that, that like the, the vast majority of the time, if there's an issue, you take care of the issue quickly and without charging them a dime for it. Even f- like none of my customers will, will ever have to pay to ship something back to me. If, if, if this is something we did and that's something that I see, I see companies doing all the time is I got to pay to ship it back when something is wrong on their end for why the thing broke. So anyway, um, you know, he was, you know, he was super impressed and thankful for, uh, you know, for the quick turnaround and for us back on our product and everything. And, and, and he wrote this, this, this long, um, you know, praising thing about, about his, about the Rask and, and what it does for him, and also um, just about uh, our, our our company and what we stand for, and that we what we back in it. Just and and I'm not saying it's to brag or anything, but honestly, I I hear like I, I get messages like that at least a couple times a week, and uh, and it just it and frankly, I kind of use that as a gauge where if I don't hear anything for a while, then I kind of start to think, okay, am I doing something wrong? Yeah. Do we need to do a better job at, at this or that? You know, you know, I kind of use that as a gauge, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I get tagged in, in videos on social media all the time where, you know, somebody will be, will post a video of them shooting and doing a reload and they'll grab a mag, mag out of their pocket. And I'll get tagged a few times from different people telling this person, Hey man, you should go get a Neo mag. And, uh, and yeah, it's just that kind of stuff is just it just keeps you amped up and it keeps you excited to how to keep grinding. Yeah, yeah, and I you know I wasn't expecting that this week. It's just I don't I don't know what happened. It's like a bubble filled up and popped. And I think it was just that the people that were interacting with these other companies were just so fed up, and they knew of us and they knew who we were. And the funniest part is we have ambassadors, quote you know, quote unquote ambassadors from these other companies reaching out to us because they're these companies aren't even interacting with their ambassadors. And it's just I don't I can't wrap my head around why you would run a business that way and expect any success. But it it reinforces our values and, and our mission. And so that's cool. I don't know. I wanted to put that out there. And I'm, I know, like I said, that resonates with you because you have the same kind of experience. Um, so, yeah, that was neat. Yep. Um, and then finally on, I guess it was Friday, I kind of got back to my f- photography roots and took a lot of product photos for our social media on Friday with Ethan. And after we were done getting pictures of the new products, I just took probably like an hour and a half to just photograph this barn and the barn that I shoot photos for TA targets in is the barn where my wedding was at. So it's, it's kind of neat. It's always cool to go back and get photos and kind of reminisce on all that stuff. So I got these like pristine photos of this barn that I'm going to print out into canvases for my house. Um, and it was cool to kind of, like you were saying with the auto show, kind of let you, you know, kind of get some guy time and just recoup a little bit. That's how I felt Friday with the photos because I wasn't doing it because of a schedule or because of a need per se, but it was just me um, trying to enjoy something that is a passion of mine. 
So I, I think that's partially why my Monday kind of kicked it into high gear and I, I felt like I got a lot done because I had like 280 photos I had to edit. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was, it was cool. But yeah, that's, so there's going to be a lot of content coming out for TA targets for heads up for anybody listening. Awesome. <laughs> so speaking of social media, uh, I want to start by, um, like, you know, normally I would put this announcement at the end, but I kind of want to start this with it. I just created a Facebook group for this podcast. Um, if you go on Facebook and you search forging the journey and hit invite, invite, uh, right now it's a closed group. We may change that. I don't know. But, uh, but if you, but if you go to that group, hit invite, we, we really want to create a community where we can, you know, where we can easily converse with you guys. Obviously we ask you guys to send us emails all the time, but, uh, we know that it's just easier to spend that time on Facebook and, and to, uh, converse that way and, and stuff. We, Yes, you know, so we really want to get uh, you know get all of you guys who are on Facebook to go to that group, and so we can chat thing. You know, we chat through things. We can, uh, you know, if if it's something we bring up in the podcast that we want to keep going with, and maybe it's even some place where we can pose questions afterwards and see what you guys think. I don't know. There's a lot of options there, and we would love yeah. to kind of get to know you guys more um, and really create more of a of a group rather than just us talking to each other and and hoping that that we are connecting with you guys yeah and i you know it's funny that's something that i had on my brain i've been thinking about and i kept forgetting to actually mention that to you so i'm glad you took the steps and did that um because i think that's good i i'm excited for that because that'll be a way to interact much quicker rather than just sending emails and stuff yeah and so that you know it kind of segues into one of the things that we've been both been getting asked about a lot, probably the most out of anything we've talked about yet, which people ask us, how do you grow your social media page? How do you get to the point where you are um, on on your Instagram and Facebook and, and those things? Um, you, know, you know, that's something we get asked, we both get asked about a lot. So I thought we could kind of dig into that more. Um, I've been thinking about this over the last couple of days, um, and I kind of broke this down into two different thought processes. One is actual, you know, tactics to uh, to grow your page, and I really don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that because, frankly, I don't think that I'm a tactics expert at this. I'm sure there's things that I do that that I'm either doing wrong or that that are outdated um, or, or something, but these are just tactics that, uh, that I'll say that I do. But uh, I think the thing that I'm more passionate about is, is the other thought process of, of what image am I creating and, and, and showing people. And that's really where, where I think I have the most uh, passion and, uh, and input about this because we're gonna be honest. Social media is is pretty much everything to us in how we uh, build our brand and connect with people and gather sales is through social media. Uh, it's it's obviously not through print. It's not through TV commercials or anything like that. Um, it is through social. So this is something that both Jared and I are very very passionate about, and we spend a ton of time doing. So um, so yeah. Yeah, that's you want me to Yeah, why don't you why don't you kick it off and then okay. I'll just snowball off of whatever, you know, whatever points you bring cuz I I think that we're going to uh, I think we have similar methods, but I do think that there's differences too. So hopefully hopefully we can oh, communicate sure. that well. <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah, and, and, and that's something I was going to say too is I I think we both have different um plans and different actions that we do with our social media. Um, and they're both obviously working. So, uh, I'll start off by saying my Instagram page, I'm like 61,000 followers there. Um, Facebook, I haven't even looked in a while. I think I'm like, I don't know, seven or 8,000 or something. Um, which just off the bat, Facebook 
is has definitely been a lot more difficult to grow than what Instagram oh, has. Yeah. <laughs> part of that part of that is also because I don't put as much effort into it, so I'm not getting as much out. Um, just because I've because growing and um, and engagement and stuff on Instagram is more fun and it's easier to to get. So that's kind of where I've I put my energy. So I'm going to kind of just fly through real quick some of the tactics that I use. Um, again, I don't want to spend a ton of time on this. So um, posting frequency. Uh, one thing I I try to do is um, I try to post anywhere from two to four times a day. And um, and I'll kind of get into more of what what those are when I get into um, the image side of things. Um, I try to focus on posting uh, posting quality things um, over just putting stuff out. I try to I try to make sure that the one I'm putting up uh, is going to be attention grabbing. Um, I try to uh, I try to gather engagement, <clears throat> so I try to post things with a question to get people to answer. Uh, I I try to get engagement. I, I I try to get people commenting, and and when they comment, I try to make sure that I comment back and I don't just hit the like button or something. Um, uh, this has more to do with Facebook. Uh, I try to spend time in groups. So uh, on Facebook, I actually have a couple different groups. I have a, actually, I think I have like three of them. One of them I don't really spend a whole lot of time in. Uh, but the two that I do, there's one, it's called uh, uh, Neomag Society. And it's a closed group, but it's something that I pretty much let anybody in. <clears throat> and that is a way for for me to be able to just to have a group atmosphere where where people can can post questions and post uh, and, and post kind of general things for you know for other people in the group to to, to comment on. Um, it's also a place where I can uh, kind of push out some content and, and push out um, if, if I'm running specials or or sales or anything. But that's also the group that I go to when. I, um, like, I think that's the group that I reached out to, to get people to help me, um, in, uh, R and D on the Rask. I posted up, Hey, anybody carry revolvers? And, and some of the people that, that commented that they're the ones that I reached out to and I sent them the, the first protos to it. So, um, yeah, so there's some pretty cool opportunities, uh, inside that group. So, um, Again, I, I I wish I spent more time being purposeful with that group. That is something I need to do a better job at. But it's been a neat group. How much do you think that's helped um, you having the Facebook groups? Because that's that's a point that when you mentioned that to me, I was kind of like, wow, that's cool. Because it was probably a couple months ago that you told that I found out about your Facebook groups, and that's something that I have not done with TA targets. But just what do you think? How how important and how helpful has that been to you so far in your business journey? Um, it, it's definitely had its, it's nice things. You know, like I said, especially with, with being able to get, get people for R and D on a product. That, that's something that I plan on doing more of. All right. Uh, yeah. So, um, it, it yeah, I mean, it, you know, to me, it's kind of another outlet to let people know what's going on and, I don't know that I can really gauge any true metrics off of, you know, sales or anything through that group. Um, I will say I think that group could be more beneficial than what it is if I put more work into that group. Um, I was just trying to keep of keeping interest there and try to keep people coming back to the group to check on what's going on. Um, I definitely don't post on there enough. My original plan was that it was going to kind of be a Instagram too, where everything I post on Instagram, I'd post in that group too. Um, just cause there's people that aren't on Instagram yeah. that are on Facebook. And, um, yeah, so that was my original plan is just everything that's on Instagram. I post in there, but I've, I've not done that. 
Um, part of the reason is just because I don't, I also don't want to, for the people that are on Instagram, I don't want them to see this group as an, another Instagram and just lose interest in it. So again, it, it needs to be different, but I need to be more, more purposeful, more purposeful with it. I do, I do think in, in the age of Facebook being, um, being so hard on us in the gun industry <clears throat> uh, for advertising and stuff, I just, they deny everything instantly that I try to advertise. So this is, this group is a way for me to have a captive audience that I can, you know, that I can kind of advertise to and Facebook not limit that. So, yeah. And I like the um, idea behind it because <clears throat> you're kind of focusing who you're reaching Whereas, you know, on our other social media outlets, yeah, we might have tens of thousands of people following along, but um, at the same time, not everybody is, like, to the core, super interested in the product. So that's, it's had my mind spinning, like, how can I integrate that with TA Targets? But like I said to everybody, I currently don't have that in place with TA Targets. Yeah. But, you know. I, I think it's a good thing to, it's a good thing to get started. And then, you know, for you, since you have... Uh, yes, yes, since you have so many good relationships with um, influencers and stuff, if you could get them on board with uh, with helping keep that group going, I could see people wanting to be in that group just because they get to kind of converse with some of those influencers and stuff as well. That's a good point. So that's something that uh, you could try to work on too. This is why we talk because <laughs> I never would have actually thought of doing it that way and then getting them involved in it, but that's cool. Yeah. So then the last thing that I have written here as far as tactics go, I just started using this. Um, it's called Later, uh, later.com. It is the only approved method of scheduling posts to automatically post to uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. And, and, and there might be a couple other, but those are the four... That, that that I post to, um, it has been awesome, and I do. <clears throat> I, I did the free version for a little while, and that kind of limits you know how many posts you can schedule in a month or something. And I came to like it so much that that I wanted to to use it to post more. So um, I sit down, I think on a Saturday or Sunday, <clears throat> and I I schedule out two posts a day for the next week. That's awesome. And, and that, man, the, the great thing is, is it, because I would get so busy in the shop. Anyway, so the nice thing has been, you know, since I get super busy in the shop and before I know it, it's five, six o'clock in, in the evening and I've not even touched my phone or, or, or posted anything all day. Well, the nice thing is now if that happens, I know that I'm getting a couple posts out that day um so um and again it since it does post to uh, i i love that it it posts to pinterest and twitter which are two outlets that i've completely ignored that are are still valuable outlets um especially pinterest i gotta be honest man i love pinterest it's it's much more than crafts and doilies um i get a ton of uh, traffic through that. And the great thing about Pinterest is you can link to your website right on the post. Um, yeah. You can tag products right on the post. They are the most, most friendly social media outlet that, that, that we have for, uh, for them allowing you to post guns, you know, gun related stuff. They don't, they, they don't take anything like that down. Like, you know, like Facebook and Instagram does. So, uh, yeah, so not only does it post for me a couple times a day and I don't have to think about it, but it also posts to a couple other outlets. So <clears throat> I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, do you have anything as far as like tactics go that you want to share? Yeah, so <laughs> it's funny. I kind of shared a little bit of the story of how I got into social media because this is something that if you would have asked me four or five years ago, I would have said, no, there's no way that I'll – you know, rely on Instagram and social media to drive a business. That wasn't something that was even on my radar at all. So as I 
kind of got into starting the business off and trying to post social media to raise awareness, my friends around me were starting these personal accounts that were just like blowing up and it excited me. It got me, you know, really interested in learning how to do the same thing because what I've found in life in general is people that are succeeding aren't really doing anything like it's it's not always about a special skill set. It's just about learning and being willing to learn and then apply what you've learned to um, gain the results that you're looking for. So as far as tactics, what I first did is kind of list, and I made notes a little bit ago, of like the three main outlets and three main, actually it's four main ways that I interact in which I would call social media. So I've got Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and our newsletter. And those are the main ways that I've tried to grow TA targets. Um, and I've experimented a lot. I, I use the Keystone Carry page, my personal page, for experimentation, for trying different things and I'm kind of gauging results and then applying that to my business. Um, so that's a little bit different there, but for the business, we focus heavily on Instagram. And the reason um, we have done that at this point is, like I rank these with a difficulty level. Um, I'd give Instagram like a five out of 10 for difficulty to actually grow an account from, from my experience. Now it's changed over the last three years a little bit, but I still would give it about a five out of 10. Facebook, I'm giving it a difficulty rating of eight out of 10. YouTube, nine out of 10. And the newsletter I found is probably like an eight or nine out of 10 for difficulty to grow it and then get people engaged in it. So that's kind of my layout of why I've done Instagram heavily. Um, we found that <clears throat> for us, for the content we put out, uh, most of it's organic, made by me, my photography, videography, stuff we're working on. Um, and when I find reposts, like you said, Greg, that are high quality, that match the image of what we're trying to portray with TA targets, then I repost them, um, obviously give the, the person who posted it credit. And it's cool because then there's engagement with customers and, and people want to tag us so that there's reposts happening and things like that. Um, but we post one to two times a day with TA targets. Um, and it, I've found that, you know, just between the two large accounts that I work on, they're, they both vary differently tremendously. And with TA targets, when I started posting three to four times a day, I kind of hit that diminishing return. Um, my posts, started getting less engagement, like essentially overall I got the same amount of engagement, but it was spread out among more posts. Um, so it just was a lot of extra effort to try to create organic content like that. So I went to one to two times. Um, and Facebook is like a mirror of Instagram. And I do that because there are people on Facebook that aren't on Instagram that do follow us, that do want to know what's going on with TA Targets. So I do maintain that, and I think that that's important, but it is much more difficult on Facebook to grow a page versus Instagram. Um, they're both not very gun-friendly, but Facebook by far um, is ridiculous. And if you try to run an ad, like Greg said, and you're gun-related at all, they'll deny you almost every time. And sometimes I can get an ad to go through, but I swear that they just let it go through because of a techni technicality, because we make targets, we don't sell gun parts or anything related to firearms other than you shoot at the targets. But I feel like because technically we do help promote selling firearms, they make our ads performance suck. <laughs> I feel like they do that on purpose. So I, I don't do many ads at all. Um, but I do want to make sure that I'm keeping up with people on Facebook. I mean, and YouTube as far as tactics. I mean, I use YouTube for TA targets. When we're releasing new products, I'll do video edits. If we're doing special shoots, I'll do edits. But... YouTube is another one that's, you almost have to commit, it's a lot of work. It is a ton of time and energy. Um, and so I've, I've kind of went the route that I've, I've grown my personal YouTube. Um, and as I grow that up, um, I point back to my company because I found that that's given me more legitimacy in the business. It gives people an idea of who's behind the business. And that route to me has been a much higher return than the videos I made on TA Targets page. Um, so there's there's multiple ways you can attack that avenue. And then the newsletter I use as Greg's using with the Facebook groups, that's kind of my little tight-knit community 
of people that in general are more interested in what's going on with the company. I mean, most of them have purchased products. I use MailChimp for my newsletter stuff, and that's a, a cool program that you can use. And it actually allows me that, I, you know, I break customers down. So for anyone listening who's a customer, if you order something on our website, I have different tags that get applied to you in your email when you sign up for a newsletter. And it helps me to be able to know what you've purchased, what you're interested in, and then to interact with different content based on that. Um, so all of that, I mean, this is where we're at in 2019. This is the kind of stuff that you need to be thinking about as you're looking at growing your business. Um, and one of the tools that really helped me out, especially with Instagram, was a website that was free. It's called Square Lovin, and that's S-Q-U-A-R-E-L-O-V-I-N.com. And you can link that to your Instagram account. Um, and it's, it's free. It provides you a ton of analytics. It can help you narrow into when to post and help you with all kinds of different things. So that was cool. Um, and I do actually have a later account as well, but I don't use it and I really need to. Um, I looked into it because one of my friends over at Vertex, um, the company that makes all the bags that I use and everything, they, he told me to get on that account and check it out. So it's cool to hear that you're using it, Greg, and you like it. Um, cause I, anything you can do to gain info or to give you an upper leg to make sure you're consistent. Like if, if anything the consistency I feel like personally is as big of a deal as everything else. And just making sure that you're not just, you know, regurgitating stuff. But I found as far as tactics, what's worked for us is um, making sure that the content has value to the, to whoever's consuming it, just like your product. So I, you know, I don't put prices in posts unless it's in a story and it's like a swipe up feature or whatever. I'm not necessarily trying to sell people every time I'm posting on Instagram. I'm trying to relay information so that they know more about us and our story and our goals and our mission. Um, you know, you don't want it to just be salesy, I guess. So I, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of stuff, and it seems complex. But at the end of the day, as you start your consistency in posting and creating content, you kind of get your style. And I think you'd you'd agree with that. Greg, you kind of figure out your yeah. rhythm and then you just yeah, so you start replicating. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And that's, that's kind of, that's a perfect segue into, into, into kind of my next thing, which is, which is vision. And, um, to me coming up with a vision of, uh, of how you want to portray your company, um, or even yourself, you know, you, you might be listening to this and you don't have a company. Um, but you do want to grow your social media account, you know, sitting down and coming up with, you know, what do I want people to know about me? <clears throat> what do I want people to know about my company? Um, you know, you know, you know, come up with a vision for, for that stuff is going to be really important. And, and, uh, and, and this is something, so I was just having a conversation with a guy, um, from a uh, combat ready coffee. And we were just talking about uh, how somehow we got on the conversation of of what we post on social media, or mainly what he posts on social media. And and he was saying that you know if he posts a video or a picture of of just coffee or or, or maybe kind of some of the behind the scenes stuff, it'll get like thirty likes. If he posts a picture of a gun next to a bag of coffee, it gets a hundred likes. And so. Of course, he's he thinks well. That's what I'm going to post. If that's what's getting the majority of likes, then I'm just going to make sure that I only post stuff with guns in it. And while I agree with that, and I do a lot of the same uh, for the most part, <clears throat> I also think it's so important to show people behind the scenes stuff and show people, you know, how things are made because. What I found out was, like, one of the guys was just in, I think, Guatemala or something, like, going to the farm where the stuff's grown and, and harvested and making sure that, that, that the quality is, is good and stuff. And I'm like, holy cow, dude, you, like, you're not just rebranding some other coffee company's bag <clears throat> of coffee. You're actually 
you're invested in this and you are you're doing a lot of legwork to make sure that your product is is quality and <clears throat> and is the best. I said most people just assume that if you sell bags of coffee like this, you're just rebranding, you know, some other guy's coffee. And he said I think there's only like three or four um coffee brands in this industry that actually um source their own and 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 roast their own beans and I'm like man that's a for me that's a huge incentive to want to buy their products and I right. said that's that's stuff that you need to show it you know you know you know does that behind the stuff behind the scenes stuff need to be every single post well no especially if it doesn't get as many likes then you don't want to constantly post that but to me that should be something that you put into a rotation so um i'll speak to my rotation of kind of what i look to post so about twice a day i will repost somebody's image and and for me that's been a huge that's been a huge tool in growing my social media which is when you do that you are you're encouraging people to post photos of your product, which the more the more photos of my product that I can get on social media, the better, right? I mean, the more that I can get get seen, and and then you know some you know some of their buddies or or their followers see this picture and they see the new mag in there and say, hey, what's that thing attached to your mag? That's that's how I get a ton of of, of follows and sales and stuff is is through that. I'm also encouraging people to uh, to be a part of this community. When if you're somebody who reposts their you know, who posts Neomags a lot, and you take quality images, I'm going to repost you a lot because you're doing an awesome job. And in return, those people get follows out of it because people see it on my feed, and so those people get followed. So it's you know everybody's scratching everybody's back. So. I try to do that, you know, once, well, about twice a day. Those are the ones that I schedule on later are, are either reposts or, um, kind of my own reposts too. There's, there are certain videos and, 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 and posts that I've created over the years that, that I kind of have in a rotation. So those are the ones I post on later and I'll post those. I'll do one at like kind of midday and the other one I'll do late, um, it's because midday I'm in the I'm in the heat of things in my shop, and late I might be in bed. So those are the two that I have later posts for me. Um, that allows me to then um, I try to post something behind the scenes every day. It, it, it might just be a picture of I don't know. It, it could be anything, but if it's from if it's from my shop, if it's from something throughout my day that I'm doing, just to just to show people, because every time I post a video of us bending pocket clips, I always get comments, you know, you know, people saying, you know, oh my gosh, you guys actually make those yourselves. You know, that's the stuff that I want people to see. I want yeah. people to, to know <clears throat> that, that, that we put a lot of work in creating our product and making it the best that we can. And it is, when we say it's made in USA, it truly is it's made in my shop, you know, here in the U.S. by by hand, we're we're hand building these things, you know. Um, well, that, to me, that's part of the vision that I really want people to see. Yeah, and that application with what you're trying to portray, you know, I, I go through spells where I do this really well, but I, I, you know, then I go through spells where I'm I'm so busy I forget to post the process. And you and I talked about this a little bit last week off the, you know, when the record button wasn't recording, um, but. I like using the stories on Instagram for that. Yeah. Um, that to me, it, because yeah. it's so quick and it doesn't have to be refined content, but you know, if you're making a product by hand or you're roasting coffee beans or you're sourcing them in Guatemala or wherever you're at, whatever your business is doing, get getting the content of that on like when it's happening and onto your story um, to me is awesome. And I get so many messages when I'm, posting up a video of the plasma table ripping down through some sheets or Mark boxing up some targets, getting them ready to ship. Um, it, it's stuff like that where I like to put it like this. 
I want our Instagram account and our social media accounts to to show our company as a a big and capable company. You know, we can I can handle a a one piece order or we can handle a 100 piece order and we're going to pull it from inventory and we're going to ship it fast. I want that to be the appearance of us because it's the truth, but I want to relate small. I want our interactions to be showing people that look, there's only like four or six of us at a time actually, you know, kicking this in the butt and making this happen. We're not a team of 20, 30 people. Um, and it, right. and to me, that's where the stories have helped out. And then obviously the content as it's happening on the main feeds, you know, I, I like doing that. And I have some videos, I have a bunch of B-roll from the shop, um, and I'm going to be doing some edits. Just, I know that they probably aren't going to get as many views. I know that they're not going to get as many likes, but that to me is not always the, the the measurement of the success of the post. And so I think it is vitally important to be showing that part of your company. Yeah. I, I think if you think of it like a painting, like every brush stroke is important. Even, you know, your, 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 your background subject matter, you know, if, it, if you have like a landscape, the mountainscape, the <clears throat> the skies, that's the majority of what you see, but that's not the main subject. And and to me, that's what <clears throat> like the like the stories are, and that's and that's the, the showing the behind the scenes stuff, showing how things are made. That's not maybe the main subject that people are going to focus on, but that's really what makes makes your painting what it is. Like if if your painting was just the bird in the middle of this of the of the painting that's your main subject and there's nothing else around it it'd be boring so it doesn't provide know, the context with, right exactly and it's and frankly it's so easy nowadays to make your company look like it's some multi-million dollar thousand employee company i mean you can do that if you want to and and if you do that right People are going to buy into that and think that, that that's exactly what you are. <clears throat> um, but I wanted people to to really see what this is, and, and I also want people to see, you know, this this company grow. Just because to me that's exciting to watch too. <clears throat> and so I think it excites people when they get to buy a product and support a company when at its ground level. And watch that company grow and be a part of that of that storyline and that journey. Yeah, and you know one of my favorite 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 videos I've ever seen you post. I know for a fact I said this in a podcast, but I am going to repeat it because it, it to me is the perfect example of that. I think it was right before Christmas. You and Dusty did like it was either Christmas or New Year. You said Merry Christmas or Happy New Year from all of us here at the Neo Mag, and you like looked around. And it was only you guys. And to me, that's like, man. And again, like with my company, I want to make sure that I'm I'm balancing this because I don't want you to think that we're, uh, you know, this massive corporation that it's just all, you know, suited up people running this company that don't care about the customer, whatever. You know, we want we we want to strike this balance because I want to get the work from large orders that you need to have a bigger capability, but we want to treat you in a way that, you know, you can email me directly anytime people can just drop me an email and I'm going to be the one responding to it. Um, if you have shipping questions or whatever, you know, Mark might be the first guy that responds to you, but then ultimately if there's still any questions or whatever, it comes right to me. And we want to, we want to maintain that because that, to me, people are hungry for that kind of business interaction. And my experiences with my customers emailing me and messaging me through Instagram, talking about these other companies that I discussed at the beginning of the podcast, just kind of reinforces that fact that it is so important to be showing that part of your business. Yeah. I was to back up real quick to that video. Like, if I would have done that same video a year before that, it would have been just me. <clears throat> standing in the middle of a pretty empty shop. Whereas now I was standing in front of a CNC machine with my first employee next to it. And so, you know, and hopefully next year I'm standing there 
with more stuff behind me and, and maybe another employee or something, yeah. you know, so <clears throat> just showing that growth and, and also making a point that this really is a super small business. So, yeah. And I, man, <coughs> it pumps me up because we're part of, we are literally part of a story and every single customer. And I told this, I had a conversation with um, someone who, Again, had that he was one of the people that messaged me. This the other company kind of screwed him out of his product, didn't communicate all that whole stuff. So he ended up buying from us, um, and and we had a conversation about business and everything. Um, and I forget exactly what he said off the top of my head, but I had ended up making the comment that you know it's it's a lot harder than people realize to have a business that's moving forward. You know, forget about profitable, just to have a company breaking even is difficult enough in the startup years. Um, and then trying to make money out of it to provide for your family is so much more complicated and difficult than people realize. Um, and so it's, it's those interactions and, and helping the customers realize that, you know, when you're buying from our company, you're literally supporting us. It's, it's not, you know, we're not buying houses in the Bahamas. We're trying to feed our families and keep, heating oil in our tanks outside of our house. Um, and, and I think that telling that story helps people to see that. And when you have that relationship, it's easier to market to the customer because it, it's not like a salesman selling a product. It's people who are passionate about what they're doing. Um, you know, I'm like, I'm so passionate to tell people about the products we're making that to me, when it's a sales call with a department, I just end up, you know, shooting the crap with the chief of police, whoever I'm talking to, creating a friendship i mean and it goes from there i don't have to be the weird salesman um, who's annoying and doesn't stop you know doesn't stop calling you when you want him to go away yeah but yeah so i just real quick i have kind of two more things that, that, that that's in my vision for what i try to show go for it um so <clears throat> one other post today i try to post something more factual this this is this product and this is what it does. This is how it works. Um, <clears throat> I try to keep that kind of, of post in there every day too, just to make sure that I'm, I am educating the people that, that, that follow and, and see this feed. Um, and then the last thing I try to do, I always try to post something funny, like especially this industry that, that, that we're in is full of these alpha male and females and everything's always so serious and life and death, and and the government's out to get us, and and the people in, in our industry are are aren't actually on our side. There's there's, there's so much stuff going on <clears throat> that I try to post something funny, whether it's it's reposting a video. I, I posted a video yesterday of this of this car like flying over the highway into a gas station, lands, spins, and ends up perfectly next to this. Uh, to this gas pump. It was just, it was an insane video. And I just post something like, you know, me sliding into Monday or something like that. <laughs> and, and, and that video has like a hundred comments on it and I don't know, 20,000 views. But at the same time I got, I don't know, probably a couple hundred profile views and maybe 50 website clicks out of that. <clears throat> yeah. So it, it it gives a little break into people's feeds of of all this serious stuff and more gun pictures, um, and gives something entertaining. And it and believe it or not, it does it does also give you. Um, it also is going to help your 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 business too. If you're not always trying to be, uh, you know, so serious and always so uh, so sales oriented, <clears throat> and then you know, being dusty, try to create funny content too. Um, and we have a lot of fun doing that. It doesn't always turn into, it, it, it's not our most liked stuff. It's not even close. Um, but we have fun doing it and that's mostly why we do it. Um, but there are some people who, you know, those are the videos that honestly I hear about the most from people. When I, when I meet people in person and stuff, those are the videos that, that, that people, bring up to me you know that that they loved it's you know it was that it was that nerf fight video that we did or or 
or Dusty shooting a 12 gauge blank and you know behind me in the shop. Just <laughs> that's you know, funny. Stuff like that is what people. You know, that's the stuff that people are going to remember. They aren't going to remember the reposts. They aren't going to remember that how to video and stuff. It's that stuff that that, that they're going to remember. And even though it doesn't it doesn't ever really do super well as far as likes and views. Um, I still think it's an important thing. So, you know, again, I'm super passionate about, about coming up with a vision of what you want people to see on your social media. And, uh, and so that's kind of, that's what I do. And, and that's how each of those, those things have, have worked for me. Yeah. I hopefully, uh, hopefully we didn't overwhelm everybody with, rapid fire info overload but for real guys it's not it's not this crazy complicated thing that you've got to go to college and get a degree before you can even start posting to social media um some of the the biggest pages that i know of were darn near accidental you know just because someone got passionate about something and got into a rhythm and it resonated with people um, their page took off now that's not going to happen with everything you do but you know, the the best kind of marketing in my mind is the kind of marketing that people don't realize that they're being marketed to. It's you're building a community, you're building a following. You're not, you know, again, you're not necessarily hundred percent focused on selling your product every single time you post. But if, Amen to you that. know, I, well said. if anybody wants us to dive into any one of those little points, you know, get your notepad, notepad out, you know, rewind a little bit go back to the beginning you know we don't have to rewind our tapes anymore you just click your mouse back and you'll be able to (laughs) re-listen to this whole podcast it's pretty cool so do that write down some notes and then check out that facebook group and you know click that invite thing to get joined into that you know we'll let you guys into that group and then let's start some conversations about diving into some of these different topics in this podcast a little deeper um, that'll be a good way to, you know, if you want any more info for us to provide that, hopefully for you. Uh, yeah, what do you what yeah. do you think, Greg? No, I I agree. And it, it <clears throat> and I've talked to a number of people who listen to this like every week that aren't in the gun industry, that aren't into guns really at all. Um, you know, some of those people just know us or know me, so they listen to it just because of that <clears throat> of that relationship. But they keep. Re- they do keep coming back and listening to it because they do find find the subject uh, cool and interesting and stuff. So, um, just it, I just want to encourage you if you if you aren't if you aren't a gun person if you aren't in this industry and you, and you do listen, I, I just want to extra push you towards going going to the Facebook group. Uh, it's not going to be a group where we're talking guns and gear all the time or anything. So, I mean, th- some of that stuff may come up. And that's fine. But uh, but but we 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 really want to be able to meet so many of you who listen who who come from all different walks and have all kind of different interests and stuff. Yeah, so for sure. Please go to the Facebook group and and hit join, and we'll let you in. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Take advantage of it, guys. And again, we look forward to talking to all of you um, throughout the coming episodes and the coming months and years as we grow our businesses, and we want to build that community where you feel comfortable reaching out to us because at the end of the day you know we're not up on a pedestal trying to speak down to you guys at all we're just here sharing our story as we're seeing it through our eyes Um, you're going to see things differently i see different things than greg sometimes Um, but that's the coolest part is that we're just here sharing the info we've learned and that's going to adapt change and evolve as we go forward Um, so it's very important to us that you know you take that step join in and ask questions get involved and lastly, <clears throat> please share this with people who you think might be interested. Um, we, we, we love to see more people listening to this and, um, and engaging with us. So please tell your friends, repost <clears throat> the, the link on your social media or whatever, and, uh, and that would be awesome. Also, leave us a review uh, of and reading of, of any sort. We would appreciate yep. it. Yep. And if you don't like it, Leave the rating review and let us know why. Because that's all—that's the only way we're going to know, you know, how we can further refine our podcast. And I apologize for everybody for all the 
coughing and hacking I've been doing. I'm going to try to edit as much out as I can. Ah, it's all good. But it's real, right? You know, we're not trying to do the uh, the highlight reel. <laughs> Showing it how it happens. All right, man. Well, I think we're pretty much maybe a hair over an hour here, so we should probably uh, let people get back to what they're supposed yep. to do. Cool, man. It was a good conversation. I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah. Yep. Have a good, have a good week. Take care.